back in the basement with another episode of The Disconnect. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, and we've got two guests in the basement today. Returning to the podcast once again, Clayton Hayes, and as always, Phil Hayes. Morning, guys. Hey, Good morning. So Clayton hey, Hayes is our fun. Clayton Hayes is our father, and he did appear on a previous uh, podcast back in the primo days, way back. But uh, you know, let's get let's get one thing out of the way first and foremost. After the Super Bowl victory of the LA Rams, I lost our bet that we had going between Phil and I. Uh, so Phil's got, if, so just to bring Dad up to speed here, if if the Bengals would have won, Phil would have had to host an episode of the podcast. He would have had to come up with the topic, steer the ship, lead the way. And he, I don't think he was looking forward to it. I was, I was practicing well, already. It sounds like he lost. So it well, must he, mean that he didn't want to do the, the, uh, he didn't want to host. No, well, yeah, he, he didn't, he didn't lose. I lost because I had the Rams. So, or, or he had the Rams. I had the Bengals. Yeah. So with the Rams winning on that last drive, Phil's challenge was either I had to shave my beard completely or I have to do a TikTok challenge, which is basically something that's uh, TikTok dad is a social media platform where people share short videos and clips I online. That's what a clock does. Well, that, that is too, but that wouldn't do as much good. Um, yeah. So do we know? You lose. Yeah, I know no. I lose, but what, what am I going to do? Um, I'm going to pick a TikTok trend for you. Okay. So... And like I said, I, I'm not going to make you do a dance or anything because it's not good for anybody. You don't so, want to see it. No. So I'll, I'll find one for you to do, and we'll have to let everybody know when we post it. Okay, fair enough. But the real reason we brought Dad into the studio today for the podcast is because I thought we needed a different generational perspective on this one. Yeah. Phil and I are both older millennials. I was born in 85. Phil, you were born in 87? Correct. Yes. Dad, he is what we call a boomer. Yeah. He was born in 57. Long time ago. Is that what I am? Long, long time. I'm pretty sure you're a boomer. That's what they call you. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the reason why is because I was going through online and there was this uh, list of things that the younger generation was saying they thought was overrated for some of the older generations. And one thing that came up was the band Nirvana. Yeah. They were claiming that Nirvana was an overrated band. And to me, as somebody who, uh, you know, grew up, that was, you know, that was one of the first albums I think I had that unplugged uh, New York, Nir- yeah. Nirvana album. And for a lot of the millennials and, and, and Gen Xers, like that was one of the greatest bands of the grunge era coming up in the nineties. And it, 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 uh, it birthed the uh, band, the Food Fi- Foo Fighters, as well with Dave Grohl, yeah. which was also one of the greatest bands I think of the last twenty some odd years. Uh, so it was just really interesting to see that perspective from a younger, younger generation. What what do the what do the boomers think of Nirvana? You're a music guy. Yeah, yeah, I am. But Nirvana. Nirvana was good. I mean, when they first came out, I was kind of not paying attention to them. It probably took a little while, but I think that's what usually happens. So over the years, as far as you go, Nirvana put out some good stuff. Were they, I don't know if they were necessarily, I don't know if they were trendsetters or not. I'm sure that they made a big impact, but there was a lot of other bands out there at the time doing things too that maybe didn't get as popular. 
you know, it's hard to say when somebody dies in a band and the band goes away after X amount. Yeah, of there years, was only about two albums. But I, I like their music. I liked what they what they played. Um, it, it, you know, it's it's hard for me to say. I mean, well, I always me- I always place my iconic bands in the era. I always say that like like usually from an age group when you're like thirteen to or maybe twelve to like. 18 or 20 is when you really get impacted by bands. And I'm, yeah. I'm stuck in that mode too, you know? Yeah. I don't think there would be a new artist at this age now that could come out where I'd be like, they've no. really impacted my perspective on life because you've kind of already established your perspective right, on right. life. So I think that's, that's the, uh, the, 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 the bond there with and music you, a lot of You know of the time. what happens too is, is and now I'm, I'm getting off That's the fine. subject, but back in the day, you followed, it's kind of like sports. You followed bands. Sure. And, and you, you kind of stayed true to some of those bands and you, you bought albums. Like, like now with music, I buy songs. So I don't pay attention to who really the band is. I kind of mm-hmm. go in that direction, but if I hear a good song... I go buy it or I go listen to it. It isn't the same. But even when you have something like your your Apple Music where there's no penalty for downloading, you're you're paying for the subscription and you can download the entire album. That's that's one of the things that this this generation, you know, we used to have to buy a whole CD for one or two songs. You know what I mean? Right, and you, the rest right. of the album could be garbage, but now you have an opportunity to download that entire album from the artist. And right. if you don't like it, you don't listen to it. It doesn't, there's no penalty at that point. There's no additional cost. No, you're, doing you're that. right. You're right. But you kind of lose the, the, uh, ownness to the, when I, when I had an album, when I went and bought an album, I was proud that I had that album and sure. that I owned it. Songs are a right. little bit different. You yeah. Know? You, you, you open up the, you know, in our case, the, the jewel case and you, you pull out the, the book and you looked at the, the artwork and you looked at the lyrics to the song and you, you kind of looked at that while you listened to the music. That was kind of the, the ritual. And, and when you had albums, that was even bigger because you had bigger artwork, you had bigger this and that. It, I it's used, a different that's experience. That's what I used to do. I used to go buy an album. I'd go home. I'd plug on the headphones and I'd sift through that stuff, looking at the artwork, looking at the words. Yeah. You kind of don't do that anymore. Well, I don't, th- I don't think kids do that anymore where, because like you said, with purchasing it on your phone, they're not going to go purchase it in their room, then hit the headphones. I think people do it while they're in the middle of doing other things now. Cause I used to have the same experience. I would buy a CD, come home, and I would just sit there in bed and listen to it for, you know, an hour, hour and a half. Right. So, and that's what you did. I, I think there's a lot of people that they're, it's background music. Yeah. I, I can't do that. I, I seriously, nine times out of 10, like a lot of people when I, at work would put their headphones on and listen as they're working. I want to listen to the music. So I don't, I don't have it as background. I'm yeah. listening to it when I'm well, listening to it and that's it. Yeah. And I, I disagree with that point. Cause I'll, I like just having it on as background. If I, if I can have it on and I'm, you know, uh, cleaning up the kitchen yeah, yeah. or picking up the living room or, or sitting down and, and, and working and I can plug in and just it's background to me because you know, the songs already, you, maybe not new music, but like it's older stuff that you're used to. If you throw on that blue album from Weezer from start to finish and you know, you know, all the songs. So it's not like you're trying to catch something new. It's just to kind of have like almost like a soundtrack to, yeah. to your life when you're, yeah. when you're, when you're going through, um, but going kind of back to 
the whole like, yes, it was short lived. Kurt Cobain, was he impactful with Nirvana? I, I almost equate it to like a, like a Jimi Hendrix for your era, whether right. you are a fan or not, he wasn't out for a long time. He died so young, but the impact he made on the industry was huge. And, and you know what? I mean, the longevity, the longevity kind of speaks for itself. If they're still popular, people are still listening to them. It's it it's iconic, you know. They, it's kind of left an impact. So they had something going. They never they never had the opportunity to uh, damage their legacy by you know pulling right. pulling the Michael Jordan where you end up with yeah. the Wizards retiring on the Wizards. You know what I mean? Right. They never had that opportunity to kind of say um, they put out a lot of crap because uh, they were around for so long. They're always going to keep making music, but whether that's good music or not is a whole other question. Yeah. Well, put it put it this way, too. If you look at somebody like Eminem or Kanye West, like in our age, if you, if they would have, you know, had some tragic death after their first couple albums... Like Notorious B.I.G. or Tupac? Right. Which, were, which who are iconic, but yeah. weren't around for a long time. You go down in history as that's your only, you know, work to go off of. True. Where now Eminem and Kanye have put out some stinkers over the years. So it's like that his legacy lives on in those couple albums he made. Well, since we're on the topic of, of Eminem and the, the whole generation gap thing, like, yeah. did you notice online, like a lot of the debate right now is like who this halftime show was for? Like, there's a lot of people who are like a lot of millennials who are saying, this was our halftime show yeah. and Gen Xers are popping in and saying, not so fast. Like, look at the age of these guys. They're all aside from Kendrick Lamar. They're all 45 and up essentially yeah. like this was, this was our music. You weren't, you weren't listening to the chronic when you were five years old. <laughs> like yeah. that's basically what their argument is. And, and I think it's just like, it's a stupid debate because yeah. it was a halftime show for, for anybody that wanted to watch the halftime show. And right. in my opinion, all this hype for it. It wasn't all that great. Eminem did short. Eminem did one song. You had yeah. too many people. So nobody could really showcase a good catalog of music. Like if it would have just right. been yeah. like when Prince did it, it was all Prince and, and just you know, person, and, yeah. and you had, and when Beyonce did it, it was all Beyonce and a little bit of destiny's child. This was, there were too many people and not enough like Mary J. Blige did two, two songs. Did Eminem did one. Of stuff. Yeah. It, yeah. And, well, and you're, I know dad, you're a big Snoop Dogg fan. So I'm sure you enjoyed that. <laughs> There's, uh, there yeah. were two, I didn't mind it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I it was like any other show. I'd rather see it than country. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and they put out plenty of halftime right. country shows, but there's only two songs. I recognize the Eminem song. Yeah. <laughs> and I recognized, uh, is it, uh, Who's the guy there? Doctor, probably uh, Doctor uh, Dre, or, yeah, or the, 50, the woman, you, the woman to woman, Joe Cocker song, uh, uh, sample. That's what I recognize because I recognize that song. What's the? What is it? I don't. I don't know what the I'm sample is sure, that you're referring yeah. to. Do, 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 do. Oh West, yeah, yeah, West, yeah. The wild, uh, wild, yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, oh uh, yeah, the uh, California, California Love. Love. Yeah. Yep that that is a woman to woman. Joe Cocker sample. Okay, and that, that that's why you're here. And that, that's why you're here. <laughs> and that and that song at and that song. See, so there was something for the boomers. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, and that song is about 30 years old at this point. Oh, I bet you it's older than that. The oh, California you're Love. The California no, one. that yeah. the, so yeah. that one was from the the probably the early 90s, old. mid 90s. Yeah. yeah. But uh but th that's when I look at this and it's like 
this stupid debate of people staking claims on what is for uh, millennials, Gen Xers, and boomers. It's like it's such a it's such a stupid argument because all you're doing is like all you're doing is promoting what they're putting right. out. You're 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 like falling into their their trap essentially and 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 adding to the conversation that yeah. really doesn't need one. Yeah, and it, I, if you looked at it over the past, look at halftime shows. Let's say they they you know their their pick the their Stones choices. did it. The- Stones did it. Yeah, I mean, who who's the you know who are they looking to target? Well, see, and that's you know? and that's where I think we said this last week, where it was like we're starting to feel okay. So that just means we're getting older because it's it has been so many of the ever since the the Janet Jackson Justin Timberlake incident they've kind of they they really calmed things down a little bit it was no longer about who was current it was let's go get the the yeah, yeah. older uh yeah, I performers yeah route for a while yeah just cuz of the controversy yeah. that came along with that um but I, my what is Phil do you is there something from the boomer generation going back to like the 60s and 70s that you think is overrated that they would probably say, what are you talking about? That's one of the greatest bands around. That's one of the all time best. Like do you do the way other people are saying Nirvana is overrated? Huh? I see. I think I'd have to think about it. Cause I, I know there's uh, bands out there that I do think are overrated, but I just, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Cause I know the Beatles debate. That's a huge one where people, there's a lot of people out there that are like, they're overrated, but I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I went back and listened to some of that recently after that one documentary on Disney plus came out yeah. and it's, I, I probably would have made that argument prior, but after actually like listening to a lot of it and binging it, it's like, okay, this is, this is good. I'll, I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah. B- bands get, and that's what happened. You know, I, I look at it like they're, you went from this era of early 60s stuff, which had a lot of different things going on. And then you got into this arena rock stuff. And and radio got bigger and airplay just they just inundated you with bands. You heard them all the time. And I actually got sick of them and I'd start looking elsewhere to hear hear the music. Some of the so, more fringe stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you know, like like even the Stones back in the day, it's like, oh man, I've heard enough of them. The Led Zeppelin, I've heard enough of them. I go back now and I go this is really good stuff. Yeah, you have to revisit it. You have to revisit it, you know, and it, it went the same way with the Beatles. They got too much airplay, but they kept it going, and if you go back and listen to it now, it's very good, very good stuff. I mean, and, and when did they, how old were they when they put out their last album? Like, were they in their their, their early 30s? Well, I think it was late 20s, early 30s. Which, yeah. that's crazy if you think about it. Like, they were they were done by the time they were in their thirties with oh, that band, if, if that's think, crazy. If you think about the time period, it was only like where they got popular. There was only it was only like six years. That's and that's such a short amount of time in today's time, and to put out that much music in that amount of time is, is crazy to me. But there's other things too. Like I I look at it and and you know when I think overrated underrated, it goes beyond like music even. Like I look back and I think like the cars that you guys had growing up those were great cars. Like you would never look back and say the cars that we had growing up, like my first car was a, uh, a Chrysler Sebring. Phil's what was your first car, Phil? Chrysler Cirrus. Okay. We, you'd never go back in time and say those cars were awesome. What was your first car? 
Uh, it was a uh, Pontiac Tempest. Okay, and that sixty-five. You'd probably look back and say that's a cool car. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the, I mean, it was it was the lower. Like you had Tempest, you had Le Mans, and you had GTO. So that was the bottom of the rung. But it doesn't matter in the, today's it terms. Was, it if was you, a cool if, car. If that was driving down the street, or if you had the opportunity to buy that for, you know, yeah. You, you in fact, I would, there's a guy in town that has a. I think he's got a. Might be, it might be a Tempest. Okay. The guy that put take us to the uh, Tiger Tail. Oh, uh, in the car uh, in the car, car parade every year? around the corner. Gotcha. Or, yeah. That's but, a Tempest. Same year, more or less. Nobody's nobody's yeah. looking for, for a, a Sebring. You know what I mean? Nobody's Nobody wants a vehicle like that. And then you go even to... Uh, but on the flip, flip side... I think the TV that you guys had growing up was crap. I think it was garbage. Like, well, yeah. the, but but like you'd probably go back and watch it and say, "Oh, those are classics." Like Andy Griffith. Oh, you're or, talking about the TV shows. Yeah, the TV oh, shows, not the oh. actual TV quality or the product itself. I'm talking about the 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 programming. Where like I think the the generation like myself and Phil we look back with a lot of the TV shows we grew up with and, and, you know, compare it to today. And we're like, Oh, our, our shows were so much better. And I think yours are overrated that you had growing up. Well, there was different things that you had to comply with during the time. So you couldn't do, well, if you look at a show, like, I'm sorry, but like, if you're looking at full house, yeah, full house is garbage. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think of, but if you're talking about things like, like Seinfeld or stuff, the the writing was a lot wittier and stuff. Sure. I mean, they, they always tried to uh, take it to a level of uh, um, you know everyday life. Like yeah. you know, you look at show like I have antenna TV, so I'm constantly watching these old yeah, Dick yeah. Van Dyke, st- and they were good. See, I mean, and I do. I, I there's no entertainment value in a in a Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, uh, any of those type of shows. Like I don't think until like. Like I, I remember liking the Brady Bunch growing up, but like anything, oh, no, you didn't like the Brady Bunch. I couldn't stand it. No, I had a crush on uh, Marsh or something. No, it wasn't even that. I thought it was. <laughs> more a, I hope it wasn't. It's more of a I hope it wasn't Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. But I just don't. That that show was just. Uh, uh, I thought it was decent as a kid to watch reruns of it on Nick at night or whatever. You know what I mean? But Andy Griffith, I'm, I'm not sitting down and watching that. Even some of the, the classic sitcoms like taxi or, uh, uh, what's another one from that era? Like mash. No, thanks. Nothing does nothing for me. Mash got too preachy. I didn't like, but what about, uh, cheers? No, see they cheers. Cheers was, I I would watch cheers now. I, I didn't watch it growing up. But like I, I understand why it was good. But I never really went back and watched it. Yeah, yeah. It 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 changed. It leveled up all the time. And then I mean, the stuff they they talk about and do on TV now, you just couldn't do. They wouldn't let you do it. Um, the the humor was different. It's a lot more open now. I guess maybe. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't have a show like uh, Breaking Bad or Ozark or something no. back then. You couldn't get away with it. And I found a band that I think is way overrated. <laughs> All right. And none of us here like this one. Uh, Kiss. Kiss is one of those bands where, like, they're... And I know it's more of, like, a thing where there's, a, like, a smaller group of people that really love yeah. Kiss. But bands like that, like the the hair metal where they're dressing up and stuff, I I don't get that. Okay, what about... Uh, and I agree with you. But I don't even think they're... Will- I don't think they're that... I don't think they're held to that esteem. 
So that's yeah, why I would say they're not overrated. I, no, I think they are. Are they really? Circles. Yeah. Some people love Kiss. Hmm. Yeah. And and it, it goes down to and that's that's where it gets me because Kiss, I think they were the ones. Everybody did it, but not to that level. Because the Beatles did it too. They had little Beatle dolls and they had little. Oh, the, oh you're talking about the but Kiss had action figures and that, that type everything. of the thing. licensing that they do on everything. Yeah, there's they Kiss coffins. There's Kiss coffins now. So yeah. that's a Gene Simmons thing. Right. That's a Kiss coffin. You can be buried in a Kiss yeah. branded uh, well, coffin. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you know people love them. Okay, like bands like uh, I think are overrated and just it's these. I, I'm not a I'm not a big ballad fan, and right. you get you get bands like Journey. Not a fan of Journey. Yeah. See, and I like Journey. See, I don't. I I take I I think Boston was a better band over Journey. I like to Boston be too. Uh, um, who was the other one I was thinking of? Um. Oh, REO Speedwagon, those yeah. type of bands. But I don't. Yeah. But I don't think those are ever. Those are not on the level of like. Because uh, you think around well, the same era that that there were bands like that. I would, you know, Van Halen was a big one, and I don't think Van Halen's overrated. I think they were a great no, band. They were. Um, but they were out the same era as the the journeys and stuff like that. And right. and then it went into then you got into like your Bon Jovi's and your uh your um uh, uh what's the the Bruce Springsteen. I See, think of, I think Bruce Springsteen's overrated. There you yeah, go. I, I know <laughs> I'll that, give you that one. A, I, I agree and I just don't like his his music. I've right. I've heard and I don't I guess get it. There's a talent there, but I don't get it either. Yeah. But, it's it it's debatable. It's debatable. He's been around forever. He's put out fairly relevant stuff. I yeah. He's got- I, I people who went to his shows, like my one friend, uh, has been to his show, and he says you got to go to his show. It's so. It's like yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no thank. Yeah, if I don't like it on the radio, I don't think I'm see, gonna I, like I, it. I I always liked the more uh, British invasion when they came over, like Beatles, Kinks. You know those type of bands when they came over, and I the the American stuff on my end was more folk type rock. Mm. You know, like like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and those type of things. Right. Sure, I didn't like Leonard Skinner. I didn't. No. Uh, you know, uh, Thirty Eight Special. Those type of bands didn't didn't appeal to me at all. Well, let 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 me ask you because this is I'll make a a, a controversial statement here. Uh, and and you would know better than I would. I think that Woodstock was overrated. The event itself, the cultural impact that Woodstock had, that that is still looked back on today as one of the uh, greatest gatherings of musicians and and the you know the the peace, love, and and hippie movement and all that other stuff. I, I just think it's. It's it's looked upon as such a, a a major impact, but I don't think it really was. I think that's something that stood out in the minds of the people who were who were there or who uh, grew up in that era. But I don't think it meant really anything. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's why I said this no. would be controversial. Well, here I, I think because it was one of the first that happened, and if you look at the lineup of the bands that they had there, that was one of the first that ever had that many bands and that many. Kind of like starter bands. There was a lot of bands that that's where they first and they went. That were where they first played and they went on to be phenomenal, uh, um, iconic bands and, and artists. But uh, I, I mean, if you look at the, you know, part of it 
is historic because of the mess. Right. Part of it is historic because of the amount of people that gathered there. And it was it was the as in my mind, I'm not a hundred percent sure, not a musical history buff, but I don't I think that was one of the first and one of the biggest that ever took place. So it's gonna get history. Was it overrated? I don't know. You listen to the album and do you like it? Do you not like it? I mean that's the only way you can really gauge it in watching a Woodstock movie. I guess what did it what did it mean when when that was happening? Because what year was that? Was it the oh god? I, I'm not even sure. It's sixty uh, late sixties. You have to pull that up. I think it was later. I, yeah, 60. I think it was uh, sixty nine. Okay, so sixty nine. You would have been uh, 12, twelve years old, right? So and it, you're talking like that's your formative music years between like thirteen to right. right. To, to right. 18, but at the time it 20s. was going on, they had to market it. You know, I, at the time it was going on, I, I don't even know if I knew it was happening. That's kind of what I mean. Is it? Is it? Look, did it really mean anything in that moment, or did it only mean something in hindsight? Well, anything like that is if you're if you're a participant in it, it means something in the moment. If you don't, if you're not, well, right. I know it, it meant at, at those times you didn't get like. That was happening somewhere. You, you you weren't getting filmed, and it wasn't showing up. Maybe the late night news to say that uh, this is going on there. But which is, that's that's, watch the news that's kind of my point. So did it only mean something to the people that were there? But somehow it got it got labeled as this cultural phenomenon. I think you could look back and I, say the '60s were defined by like the the hippie movement and and Woodstock that's one of the major things that comes up is like a culturally Woodstock impactful was probably one of the major events of that time frame where the hippie movement was going on there was same a lot year we of went same year on. we went to the moon <laughs> but yeah. oh, there we go <laughs> no I'm saying I'm just saying is that is that was that more a bigger what people talked about did that overshadow Woodstock at all in the moment that and I don't know the the timeline difference no, no I remember watching TV in the backyard. You know, we had the TV outside and watching the man land on the moon. I didn't see Woodstock on TV at the time. So right. I probably, that was more impactful to me than Woodstock. But the Woodstock is entertainment. It carried on for years. You you buy things, you see things. So it was, and if you look at the caliber of musicians that they had there, it, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and, but that's something, some that ha- that's something that happens almost annually at like a but it uh, did not fire then. fest not it, then i mean right and i i almost want to say fest. what am i thinking of that's the one that, that the the one that ja rule flopped yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's the other one that's out in the desert or something yeah, like that yeah i know what you're talking about like a lollapalooza or something like that. that's like what we but, grew up with but i still don't think you'd put together that many uh I I'll call them, I lack of a better word, historic bands. We got had in place. Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Grateful Dead, Santana, The Who. Uh, and all those right now are still known to you guys, right? Name, yeah. me, name me one band that you don't know. Let me in look. That, go ahead, read them all. John off. Sebastian. Welcome back, Carter. I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> Love and Spoonful. Uh, Richie Havens. Don't know. Folks um, but there's there's a lot of them on here that I do know. I mean, you're you're looking Joe Cocker, Sly and the Family Stone, Canned Heat, Jefferson Airplane. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of yeah, big names. It was a big deal. There. It was and a big deal. Now, do do you know was that that was like the first time that that type of caliber uh, yeah, bands got together? Yeah, I think they had other ones that weren't as big. Right. Okay. Uh, 
I'd, I'd have to go back. But there was like Isle of Wight. There, I think those all came later, you know, and not in the U.S. either, you know. Now, but, do they do they view that as like is Woodstock kind of the beginning of like the hippie, you know? No, piece? Okay, no. so that, that was, was well later underway. On. That's, yeah. I'm always kind of like what iffy the, time on the line timelines. Is? Yeah, yeah. No. Where where does Charles Manson fall into it? Yeah, I don't know, but that's that right was, around. There, there was hippie stuff going on there. That sure. Was, uh, yeah. I, I, I forget what I was watching. There was something about the, what do they call the hills? Laurel Canyon. Right. That was a big deal. There was and a good documentary where, on it. Did I you know, watch I, that? I started watching it. I think that was, uh, I think Jacob was a couple Dylan out. that produced that. There was a couple that were out, and this one mm. I saw was kind of boring, but... Uh, um, I was uh, there was a I read that Neil Young book I didn't get through it all the way but uh, he hung out at Laurel Canyon Frank Zappa of all people and there was a oh there was a documentary about Alice Cooper where Frank Zappa actually kind of helped him out and but Alice Cooper went out to Laurel Canyon they hated him out there <laughs> I he, could see him not being they, a good he fit ta- he talked about Detroit uh, it's it's called. Uh, Super Duper Alice Cooper is a documentary, <laughs> and it was good. It, he Cooper. actually he actually really uh, uh, lauded Detroit as being one of his places that really got him going. Who they loved him, Alice Cooper, because they loved him. Well, in isn't Detroit. isn't he from here? I thought he was from Detroit. He was actually I think he lived in Ann Arbor or something for a while. He, I think he lived out in Phoenix. I think that's where he uh, okay. got up. Gotcha. Back and forth. But side note again, Charles Manson. Uh, those. Uh, Murders that happened August 9th in 1969. So that was go. also in 69. 69 was a big year. It's a big year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but uh, but that was like, and, and that makes me wonder too, like what, it's, it's kind of funny, like what happened to that hippie generation? Because they all like, they all grew up and became like bankers and <laughs> warmongers and all like Republicans. And it's just, it's, it's just kind of funny that like everybody goes through this stage of like, anti-establishment and eventually right. works their way to being conformist. Yeah, look at our pictures from high school. I mean, if you look at even, like with me, I big baggy uh, jeans and baggy jacket and stuff, like I think it's just that age where around that high school time, 17, 18 years old, everybody's trying to, you know, find themselves, I guess. I wonder if that still happens now because I remember like stuff from the 60s and the 70s was really popular when we were when we were in high school, it started, you, you had the kids wearing the, the tie dye to school. They were, there was always that, not myself personally, there was always that select group though, that had, uh, you know, they'd wear the grateful dead shirts or they would wear the, uh, you know, uh, the, the Beatles concert t-shirts and everybody was, uh, they were wearing like the, uh, the hemp, bracelets and yeah. growing their hair longer. I was, I was a, uh, I committed that. At, stuff. Well, I know I had the, uh, I had the longer hair. Yeah. But I think it, all you guys did at one yeah. time or another. Not Sean. Sean, whoosh, clean cut. <laughs> I mean, but, clean cut and basketball jerseys. <laughs> well, and that's, I was going to actually ask you, dad, are you, would you have considered yourself like a hippie in high school or a rocker or in the middle or just kind of uh, whatever? In, I was probably in the middle. You got I, mean, I, I, I know mean, you I were. Liked, I know you were a dork, but. I mean, <laughs> but what would you have considered yourself? There, I, I didn't. I don't know. See, and I had, I had long hair. Okay, yeah. I was a little bit anti 
establishment, but I uh-huh. never made a big deal out of it. So, right. okay. I, you know, it, it's it's a normal kid, you know? I mean, that's what 99% of people you are. You weren't out they, protesting. No. <laughs> well, that was no. a different... But you got, like we to, said, in the 60s, he, was, he wasn't even a teenager yet. Right. So, you know, I always think, when I think of... Uh, like mom and dad's era growing up, like yeah. it was more like the the characters from that '70s show, right? That's well, right, more exactly. like the the type exactly. of upbringing you that took, you would equate it to. You took the on Midwest kind of hippie attitude, but you didn't really get involved. With yeah, because you know? you're going to school and you want to get a job and you want to get a car and you want to yeah. get a girlfriend and you want to, you know, those were my priorities. But and that's what's interesting though, because I think that's what happens. You you always you label all these different generations based on a uh, based on what the uh, the culture is dictating when in reality most people are just your average Trying yeah, to get by person the flow. well especially when you're a younger kid like from you know uh, high school era things I mean right. I, I guess there's some people that get you know get a, uh, grab a cause. When they're that yeah. age, I yeah, they do. I, I think more so now. You're too than, busy trying to learn to be you, you know, trying to learn yeah. to be. You're not worried about all the other stuff. See, I think you see the grabbing a cause thing more so from like college kids. I, I would say that that's kind of where where yeah, that that's lands a good into. Point. That's, because, be, that's, be, that's because college campuses have become a liberal hotbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, either way, I mean, it, but I think I think that's what it is. Is that's where people are trying to find themselves in the. I think a lot of people get kind of, you know, brought into that world once they're that age. Well, I think that's because for once you're, you're on your own. Yeah. No, not just that. It's that you're, you have people from different demographics than what you had growing up. Like we're, you go to, from elementary school to high school, you're surrounded by people that grew up within a five mile radius of you. You all have yeah. your, your, your parents do very similar things. Your, your upbringing is very similar. You are, uh, you're, you're being, you're, you're, you're being taught very similar things. People tend to be in the same income brackets in, right. in when you, when you're growing up in a certain area. And then all of a sudden you're, you're thrown into this, the melting pot, basically it's people yeah. from all over the country, all over, um, the area, different uh, races, different opinions, different everything. It's stuff that you didn't weren't exposed to, and I think that's where a lot of that starts to develop. You get the guy in the tie-dye shirt with the dreadlocks, and he comes up to you and he says, hey, man, you ever smoked a doob? <laughs> and then you get drawn into that, and that's where it, that's where it starts. The di- you, you, right, uh, there's no way you survived high here. school. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way, you, especially yeah. in Romeo, there's no way you survived uh, going through high school without uh, somebody offering you a doob, as you put it. Well, no, but I, I'm just saying that, like, I think that's where you run into, like, different types of people where then it's like you start hanging out with their friends group, and then you, now you're a hippie. <laughs> All of a sudden, and it, and those were those were the uh, the propaganda videos that they used yeah. to put out, and just like that, you're a hippie right. before you even know it. Yep. <laughs> it's like that uh, reefer madness, yeah, movie. I've I've I saw that one time. It's pretty pretty intense, pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, especially right now because you look back on it and you're like, oh my god, this is they they were very afraid. <laughs> what do you think currently? What's going to be looked at as as overrated in, in what like department? just just in 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 music, music i guess yeah music movies whatever what is what are the trends that are going to be considered overrated is are we going to look back in 20 years and be like man 
Facebook was so overrated. Everybody was on social media and it was just one of these things that like, we all just did it because we thought it was the, the, the cool thing to do. And looking back on it, it was, it was such a waste of time. And it was, it, it was such a, uh, had such a negative impact on society. What? What's trending right now? I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm see, old. I don't know either. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the loop on that <laughs> stuff. Know. And it's amazing how I always think it's funny how you, there's so many people who are older who have the time to, uh, you know, to be on top of that. Like you get to a certain age where life takes over your job, your kids, everything else. And you don't have the time or the, the desire to pay attention to that. Well, you prioritize things differently. It's like, it's, here, here, like with me, I go looking for music. I go looking, but I, I kind of stick to iTunes. I kind of stick to this, and I listen to. Well, what happens is, as you select stuff, you, you know, it's like Spotify. You, li- uh, they start feeding you stuff that they know you'll like. Sure, it's just like m- mom listens to the radio. I don't know how. <laughs> In the car, no, I, I know how. I know no, how the I radio know. works. I know, I but mean- she knows these. Tunes that are like popular current songs? T- current songs that I don't know. Mom listens to the Chainsmokers. Is that are they? <laughs> she she may. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. No, I think the Chainsmokers is kind of. I think are that's, they are that's they pa- they're old. already past. I think they're old. They did. They were I doing some know. pregame performance. Were that's they? why I brought them up because I, I hadn't. Yeah. Well, and I think mom that, listens to Justin Bieber. That's the thing. I don't listen. I find myself <clears> listening to a lot of like the same stuff now that I was listening to before. I mean. I, I but do you turn on the radio or do you no. turn on see that's just it never mom will listen to the radio in the car and all of a sudden you know she picks up on these songs that oh I she knew more songs from the halftime show than I did because <laughs> well probably because we used to listen to it. well that yeah. could be that's too. probably more when that we were driving too. driving in the car those going were to basketball all old practice songs, right? yeah those were those are things that we would have been yeah. in high school uh, a lot of the 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 Eminem stuff. And fifty cent stuff was more when we were in high school. I, I remember the first time that I uh, bought like an Eminem CD because I, I back in the day we weren't allowed to have the parental advisory CDs. Like when I was in middle school, yeah. So I rode my bike up. It was like a mile and a half away down to that uh, Kaleidoscope Kaleidoscope Records that was in town. There. There's so many I, people that don't remember that place. Oh, there was I, a, there I was remember a, it well. There was a time where where we had a, a, a used CD store, used in, and new CDs in Romeo, and it was only around for maybe three or four years. I can still smell the incense. <laughs> like, you know that's, that's where you were offered your it, first dude. A side note yeah. is is our record shop down in Centerline where I grew up was called Kaleidoscope. Really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was an homage. A son or something, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But And that's the thing is uh, he wasn't, he wasn't caring uh, how old you were when you bought those. <laughs> no, he had to, that guy had to make a sale. Yeah, so I remember I went down there and I bought the Eminem. It was like uh, the Marshall Mathers LP. And I sat and I listened to it a bunch of times and went through the little booklet. And it was, I mean, it was a fun It was experience. an intense, it, and it was, but that, looking back on it, like, that's an intense album for it a 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah. It but, really but, is. <laughs> like, looking, knowing the content of it today, yeah. like, I understand the trepidation of like, be careful what you listen to because it's, that was intense stuff. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I was going to ask you too, if they had this back on albums in the day is the skits. Skits were a big thing, like on well, albums. That was in, that was more of a hip hop thing. What are those? A skit is like a. They will literally do like a, a some sort of root, like a like a, a, a 
usually it had some sort of comedic value in between yeah. songs where it'd be people talking and, you know, uh, to yeah, break up I get the music a little yeah. bit, you yeah. know, and there were a lot of those in the, and there like, were tons uh, like, of them. uh, uh, Stevie wonders, uh, living for the city. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. It's in the song itself. Well, or? He, the guy gets out of the car and then they start talking and they they yeah. arrest him and all that other stuff. Yeah, and they're talking sure. in the meantime. It's so little stuff, stuff like that, and that's yeah. why a and lot they, of the, they didn't. In answer to your no. question, not very often. No, See, not that I can think I, of. I think that must have been like, like you said, like a hip hop or like a '90s, 2000s thing because the Mad there, Rapper. Yeah, there would be literally like 25 tracks on a CD, and 10 of them would be skits. Yeah. Uh, Eminem, his, that's why I brought it up is because he had so many on his, Hey, Em, it's Paul. Yeah. Like that, those were his lawyer. It was always him. Hey, you got to tone it down. Right. There, there were a couple albums that maybe not to that where there was a whole storyline throughout, but they did do that, but not very often. I could, I could, I could picture like a, a Frank Zappa having those in between songs. Like that seems like something he would do from a comedic standpoint. Yeah, I can't, I can't recall any, but uh, he. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I don't. I don't know. That's yeah. my question, though. Do they? Do is they still that do that? Yeah. No, because albums aren't a thing anymore. Right. They, nobody's listening from an album beginning Start to end to anymore. There, that just doesn't happen. You because you don't have to buy the album anymore. Like right. to Dad's point, you can download songs, and that's all you have to digest. You can get oh, the whole album, but well, they'll let you buy little. 30 second snippets of stuff though right. too that's yeah. that's album related but what do you mean buy well <laughs> or just believe it or not it. i st- i still purchase music on on itunes for the sake of of uh burning them uh burning cds i'll still buy the songs i don't get that if you you'll look- pay for the songs even though you're you can listen to them for free yeah Wait, you with your you can't burn them if you can't uh I think it's it's a it's a long story. <laughs> I still do that with some songs, but if you look in in an iTunes store, they'll have a whole album there, and there might be a minute song, and you're still paying a buck for it if you want it, mm, truly right. want it. And it's the same thing with those little snippets there. They'll they'll that's a they'll song. do that. It's a song. Yeah, you, you know, don't you, don't uh, download the uh, they might be giants album then. The one with the uh, oh, yeah, Apollo eighteen with fingertips that's got about uh, you know twenty, 20 songs afterwards. at the end. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. an expensive one. No, nobody will understand though the pain of downloading music, waiting an hour for one song to download, and then you play it, and it's like Bill Clinton. <laughs> I did not have relations with that woman. There are all there are all those people. They label it as like the newest uh, uh, Eminem track. Yeah, and then it's like. You're basically getting trolled. Street sweeper. Yeah. And there are, there's all these was like, that, yeah, it's uh, it Nap- just Napster. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Was there LimeWire? Lime LimeWire Kaza was another yeah, one. Yeah. That was a big one. And then everybody was so paranoid that the government was going to break into your, like, yeah. raid your house because you had, you were downloading illegal music. Those, and then uh, I think Metallica put an end to that. Yeah. And we would sit there for hours and, and burn CDs. It was a process because. Like you said, you'd go through, you'd put all the ones that you liked, and then maybe three or four would be, you know, goof up songs where you had to find a new one. 
and then like your internet would go out or something and mom and dad would have to use the phone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so what it, what it, what a long a way we've, it's, it's amazing how far we've come in such a short amount of time to where like on my phone here, everything that we're talking about is here and, and it's, it's instantaneous, but right at home in your, in your kitchen, trying to download these, this, these songs. And it would, you had so much time invested in downloading, burning just to listen to it. Yeah, you're right. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. All for free music. uh, um, I was going to say there, uh, there's still stuff that I had a a CD, old Bob Seger stuff. You can't find a lot of old Bob Seger last heard pre silver bullet stuff. And I, I pulled one off of uh, uh, a bunch of tunes off of, uh, I think it was Napster or something. I lost the CD. Uh, and I've, I've gone to, YouTube is a place you can find sure. some pretty obscure stuff that yeah. you can't find anywhere else. And I've downloaded from there. Uh, but I still haven't found the collection of songs I wanted to. And it ticks me <laughs> off because that was that took some work to find these old Bob Seger and some you could tell they yeah. were recorded off of uh, somebody's record player you know somebody's uh, turntable yeah well it, it, but that's good kind stuff of, that ain't there but but that's yeah. a, I, I just think that the newest generation so we'll we'll rip on them a little bit since probably none of them listen to to this podcast but like right. they're just spoiled they're spoiled with the access to entertainment the the access to their music like there, there's no struggle involved with, they'll never know the struggle of a show coming out, you having to either pick between two shows to watch. Like if you liked Home Improvement and Cheers, but they're on at different times, you had to pick one or the other, and then you'd have yeah. to wait for the next one to come come around so that you could watch that. They don't know the struggle of, do you watch... Leno or Letterman, like you had to pick one or the other back in the day. You couldn't watch both because they were on at the same time and they were, they were dueling. Like they digest these small clips and you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. Just didn't have that. It used to be, um, kind of an event when, when new seasons started. Oh, for sure. They built very eventful. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you would get kind of excited about new shows or seeing the new and that doesn't seem to happen anymore, you know. And you know, it's just all over the place. Well, so. yeah, yeah, because it's all it, it's it's one of those things where the the new season is there's so much other things you can watch that nobody's anticipating when is this going to come out because they're digesting other stuff in the meantime, and then when it's coming out, they'll get ready to watch it. But nobody's like there's because back then there was usually everybody broke at the same time. It was always reruns in the summer because people oh, were right. doing stuff. Right. And then you had, but you had these times where if, if NBC was showing reruns, so was ABC. Everybody launched the fall season at the same time. Whereas now Ozark might come out and then you've got another show on HBO that comes out. You've got another show here. There's no consistency in time. This, this rookie with his phone, yeah, listen, yeah. <laughs> the, the boomer doesn't know how to silence, silence yeah. his phone. <laughs> See, and I, I think that's the thing too, though, is that like now you get that where a whole season comes out and it's like a lot of people, they're done within like two, three days. You can binge. Yeah, you can binge. Yeah. And then I don't you, do that. No, I'm very, I'm, I've still only watched the first episode of, uh, the newest Ozark season. I'm just trying to space it out. So it's, you know, so I don't watch them all at once. 
But why? Because I, I kind of feel like if I do that, like I forget what, I don't know how people used to do that where you'd watch a show. And I think that's probably why some of these shows have gotten so good right. is because like they can be more complex knowing yeah. that you don't have to remember so much week to week to where you can forget what happened. You right. can just kind of move along in each episode at your leisure. So you can watch two episodes back to back instead of saying, oh, I wait, what happened last week again? You don't need those recaps at the beginning like you used to. Yeah, and believe me, I, there's, I definitely watch a couple in a row sometimes, but I, I try to space them out a little bit because I miss that where, you know, you gotta, I, I want something to look forward to. If I, if I watch the whole damn thing in, uh, in a weekend, then it's like, now I gotta wait a year and a half for the next one to come out. You move on to the next show. You watch the next I, show. I, I binge watch. I'll, I'll, I'd rather just see it all at once. Yeah, get it over and with and out of the way. what takes me off is it takes a year and a half to see the new episodes, and you forget the characters, and you kind of get kind of complacent about them. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's right. got to be, the show's got to be really good mm, right. to keep you interested from season to season. I, I remember that with The Sopranos. Like, it would take, there's like two years in between seasons, and it's just like, yeah. you know, when you're only talking seven or eight seasons, that like that's a, that's a long span of time. You talk about Sopranos. I, I couldn't figure out. I, the, the Super Bowl <laughs> commercial. Oh. I didn't know who those people were. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No. Did you understand what the beginning was? Did yeah, you understand I knew it was that... the Sopranos theme song, yeah. kind of, and, and it was going through, but I didn't know who she was. Okay. I didn't recognize her. That's well, since you brought up that topic, because I thought I thought that was a, a, a good commercial. I liked the concept, and I don't know if it was trying to like make it look like she was like the new boss of New Jersey, which yeah, would I be don't... like would if if if. If the theory is that that the end of Sopranos Tony got whacked, that's right. basically what everybody. That's what the 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 strong yeah. opinion is, yeah. even though it's never been confirmed. So it's like watching that, watching her take the same drive as her dad does in the beginning of the every episode of The Sopranos. It's like it, it makes it seem as though she's like the boss of New Jersey now. So if you're a Sopranos fan, like that's, that's a really cool concept. She gets out of the car. She, she greets her brother. I wish they would have showed her trying to parallel park like in the last episode, because I thought that would have been funny, but I know neither one of you are Sopranos <laughs> fans. So it's it. like, there's not much to, to go with, but on that topic of the Super Bowl commercials, can we just stop with the celebrities in every single commercial? I'm so sick yeah, of like them um, just pandering to the audience with celebrities. Except, like, except, Larry David. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that a was a good commercial. That was a good commercial. <laughs> that that was good. I, did you I, see that one, Phil? No. Oh, I did so, not. I'll have to look it up. So basically, it's like it's it's going through history with Larry David, and everything is like the, the light bulbs invented. Nah, I don't think yeah, that's going right. to work. I don't. Okay. But in all these things, like over time, like uh, major impactful inventions, and then finally, it's like a, a, a uh, an app for crypto, and he's like. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> and trust me, I'm right about these things all the time. That's so it's funny. so it's like it's classic Larry David, and it's a it's this new concept, and there and I thought that was good. So everything was either a celebrity or it was uh, uh, a a crypto app for something, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the celebrity thing just bothers me because it's like Tommy Lee Jones, Rashida Jones, Leslie Jones. They've got all the Joneses. You're keeping up with the Joneses. I get that concept, but like. Other than that, the three of them, there's no need for them to be in a a, a commercial together. Uh, Eugene Levy and uh, what is that? What's that one actress's name? 
Did you watch this? Or you're no, looking at me I, like, I, I don't I, know if I, Phil watched no, anything. I, re- I remember that. I wasn't paying attention a lot to the commercials, but I know the Eugene Levy one, but I was trying to think of who was in that with them. Yeah, it's the 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 Captain Marvel girl. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't forget her name, but there's just no reason for those two to be in a, a commercial together other than a marketing ploy. Right. And, and, you know, but the, the well, late, that's what an ad's all about. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's, it used to be like few and far between that. You would see a celebrity show up on a Super Pretty Bowl passe, commercial. You know? Now it's, now it's every single one has to be some yeah. sort of uh celebrity. And even when you think they're not going to show, I remember thinking one where I'm like, Oh, this is, this is great. There's no celebrity in this one. And then at the end, for no reason, a celebrity has to like pass by and, and, and casually say something. It's just, it's too much. I, I, I'm sick of seeing the celebrities on the... Yeah. The, and I, I think the whole, like, Super Bowl commercial era, I think it's over. I mean, back when it was, like, the Budweiser Frogs and things like that, that was prime, like, Super Bowl commercial time. Now, I, don't, I just don't enjoy the commercials. Did you, did you notice one that made a, made a comeback? It, it was a throwback to, to an old Super Bowl ad? Which one was it? I don't... It was the uh, the E Trade talking baby. Did you see no. that? They 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 fly. Uh, that, I didn't know that was a. Uh, that you was don't know That was a classic one. They, they, yeah, they, it, it was funny though. The baby was talking. He, he was out in the woods or yeah, something. Yeah, because he's in retirement. Yeah. He's not. He's not <laughs> okay. working anymore. And, and he's see, like, I all didn't. these people have. Uh, they they need to uh, put their money somewhere. Yeah, that was and, cute. Yeah, so it's like those are those are little throwback things where no celebrity, but it's it's it's. Uh, and that's the other thing. Nostalgia is huge Another for the Super big, Bowl ads. Yeah. It's like everything's got to be nostalgic in some right. some way, shape, or form. Um, but then there they are. We're they're 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 pandering to our uh, to our emotions. Yeah, as, as, I guess so. as millennials now, we're the, we're the target demographic from here on out. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm welcome I'm, aboard. I'm curious to see where things go because I think. The consensus I got were that was like a lot of people are over it. Where they said the same thing with the celebrities, yeah, don't want to see them. Um, and the nostalgia thing, I think that factor is also something that people are like, okay, we get it. It's, it's lazy. Yeah, it's lazy it at is. this point. Yeah. We're over it. But you're I gonna think, watch it anyway, though. I mean, yeah, it, it I, makes. I always, I always kind of do the thing where uh, there was a couple ones I laughed at, but in general. But it gets all hyped up, you know. Yeah. It's like a lot of the commercials you see before they even make it yeah, to Super now Bowl they Sunday. Le- they and leak it's them like a I don't bit. like that. It's like right. you know, I wanted to sit down and watch it all for that reason. And then what time does when when does it start that a Super Bowl the Super Bowl commercial start start? Is it at noon? Is it at I is think it that day of because there's a lot of them I didn't see because I wasn't watching up until about a half hour before kickoff. Uh, I don't unless it's like during that main pregame, like leading up to the yeah, I don't know the the national anthem. I I don't think that it's the I wouldn't call them Super Bowl commercials. You know, it's maybe an hour before kickoff is when they kind of right. start start leaking them. But yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, another one of those things. As as I get older. More things annoy me. <laughs> I become a crotchety old Welcome man. Aboard. I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all I got. You guys got anything else? I got nothing at at the moment. I, I really I have to think of the TikTok trend for you to do. All right, we'll we'll, we'll hit. I'm that not next looking. Episode. I'm not so, looking forward so where to that did at we all. get with the uh, with the music thing? What was our conclusion? I I think the conclusion is that just every every generation is gonna view things 
through a different set of eyeballs. Like it's, 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 it's what makes you is really those formative teenage years. I mean, that's everything about that Super Bowl halftime show was based on what younger or older millennials and younger Gen Xers listened to when they were growing up. So was that, that was your era then? Yes. I would say so. Okay. Yeah. Did you, did you think it was, you didn't think it was. I didn't think it was, I would have liked to great. see more of, if, more songs. I would you, have liked to see more songs. Okay. So did they have the right talent then? Or do you think they yeah, I mean, should have? Yeah. I mean, for, for it being in LA with Dr. Dre, right Snoop Dogg, do. and uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar, all three of them are, 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 you know, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, legends in hip hop. Uh, both out of LA, been in been in the music business for since the uh, Dr. Dre since the late '80s. I mean, and, and he's just had had an amazing career. Made the artists like Fifty Cent, uh, made the artists like uh, Eminem. So yeah, I think it was appropriate for the setting. I just, in thinking of all that, I just thought of somebody that was that I'd call overrated in your era. Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid, Kid Rock is a, okay. Oh, as far as overrated under, he's definitely changed and he's pandering to a, uh, uh, a different audience now. It's not yeah. the same. He was, if you go back and you talk longevity though, he's been, or he's also been making music since like the early nineties. I mean, he's been around for a very long time, obviously he has the Romeo ties, which I think why it's more relevant to people around here uh, musically than outside of here, but he was, when it came to the rock rap thing in the late nineties, early two thousands, I don't think anybody did it better than like Limp Bizkit, Corn, and Kid Rock. Those three yeah. artists were, were, were great for that new music genre, but he changed to more of a, uh, a country, country. guy and, yeah. and he definitely panders to a specific demographic now, but he's got that cult following. He's more like a kiss than a Van Halen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's someone where uh, that Devil Without a Cause album is great. Great. I mean, it was and I I listened to that maybe a year or two ago and I was like still this is still holds good. up. Still good. Yeah. Yeah, but and he had that song with Eminem on that that album too. Oh, oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. There's the and the, that's the only two times I, or the only time I think they 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 teamed up on a on a song. Gotcha. Uh, I forget the name of it, but that's on there. But if you look at those two um uh, artists, Eminem's bigger and better by far and better. And, yeah. And, yeah. But, yeah. and, but that's because he's, he's definitely better. And, but I think people would argue people, but people who don't like rap probably don't yeah. like Eminem, yeah. you know, but he, he, he transcended music by having the movie, the movie made Eminem a bigger star well, yeah, yeah. on a na- on a nationwide level than he would have been without it. He, 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 captured a bigger audience as a result of that. But he's another one where you give me any Eminem music from the last 10 years. I don't care. I, I don't like it. I don't, yeah. it doesn't do anything for me. I still will go back to his first three or four albums that were really good. And then he kind of fell off in my opinion. He was good when he had problems. I mean, <laughs> you, you get money, you don't have those issues. Well, you know, and- it changes. Yeah, I've always said that. Usually, a band their first two or three albums are yeah. are the best, and then after that, it kind of goes goes. Well, there was always that know. sophomore slump thing. Right, the right. sophomore album being the second album was always trying to find. It never really worked out. And like a band like Weezer, 
their sophomore album, Pinkerton, was like a, a, a considered a, a a bust. Yeah. But now in retrospect, there's some fans that think that's the best album they've put out. You know what I mean? They'll 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 it put was that a up lot, against probably anything. A lot different. I it was very it. different. Yeah, and that's why a but lot it, of times it was good in hindsight, but it was just yeah. different than the blue album. Right. Well, and that's that's why I'm kind of looking forward to uh, Kanye West is, has another album coming out soon, and I'm kind of looking forward to it because he seems to be go- going through some things. <laughs> he's he's right going, now, so. he's going through some things. Yeah, um, his his tweets and stuff are are pretty uh, off the walls right now. I, I th- did he get booed at the Super Bowl? I, I saw know. I saw an article that when they put him on the jumbotron, he got booed. I think. Was he wearing a mask? He was wearing. A mask. <laughs> he was wearing a full <laughs> face. Yeah, mask. he's the only one. Yeah, I, no full face. Yeah, no, I know. Literally, yeah. He's he's an odd guy. I uh, but it's interesting to to see. I love going and like looking at his Twitter stuff, and it, it's it's entertaining. But I think I think he's on a downward spiral. Is it is it entertaining or is it like is it? It's like a train wreck. Well, right, yeah. Away. It's like this this guy needs like mental help. Like yeah. he he probably. You know, it's what is he going to do next? And it's probably not going to be pretty. I, I think he's, but he's one of those yeah. where I, I think his, I think his music sucks now. I mean, I Life of Pablo was all right, but I, I see. Mean, I disagree. I think that that last Kanye, uh, the Donda one, I actually like a good chunk of the songs on that CD. And we were talking about this off uh, off mic before because we were kind of saying like there's not usually a time where an artist finds a new audience. Right. But Kanye, I think is one of those people who does. Whereas like yeah. my, my generation, we like the old backpack rapper Kanye. Yeah. And he stopped that style. And now he's, he's found a new style of, of music that resonates with a younger audience where now your people who are in their twenties are becoming Kanye fans for his new right. music. Whereas the older generation is saying, no, thanks. Yeah, and that's where like some of his album I I didn't like the first half as much where a lot of people say that was like the better songs. And then I liked the the second half and uh most people were like, yeah, that's the stuff I don't care for. So, I think um I think that's kind of how it goes with that. I think some people like it and some don't and I I, I don't know. I'm curious to see where he goes next with things. Probably off if the anywhere. Rails. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a Pete Davidson diss track, is what it's gonna be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I hear you. All right. Well, we've been doing this for an hour now. Let's uh, let's get it wrapped up here. Um, but uh, we might have to get a better mic if we keep having three people in because I know Phil, yours is a little light. That's okay. Light today, but uh, we'll, we'll 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 get better here. And I guess anytime we need a, a boomer's perspective. We'll pull uh, Clayt into the uh, yeah. into the fold here, um, but uh, keep listening for next week when Phil figures out what TikTok trend I'm going to have to begrudgingly participate in. Uh, until next time, don't forget the struggle is real. Thanks for listening to the disconnect. Bye.